0: I wanted to um, talk about like being a true example and and everything. So I kind of was thinking about um, I think I told you this before, just um, back in the day when you was our boys league leader back at Cathedral and and I remember a conversation we had and I, I felt like I couldn't really totally be myself and really be like like shine, like kinda come out of my shell and everything and the things that you were doing, I didn't realize that I could do them too. And then I think you sat me down or I don't know, it was one on one conversation. And he was like, Well, I'm shy too. And I was like, I'm corely shy too. And I was like, What? Like I didn't see that as an option of somebody um that was like you know, sorta of like me or something like that, or had that core that core trait. To right. be able to like break out of their shell and be able to communicate so well, and i I feel like i, I feel like you know a lot of what I do today, I think of you a lot, and wow. because because I'm breaking out like, or I'm like breaking out of my my core stuff every day, and I think of you a lot, and I don't think you notice that I call you brother Darren all the yeah, time yeah. because I feel like that's a respect thing. Like, I, wow. could, I know it could be, I could call you by your name or, you know, whatever, Darren or whatever, but I feel yeah. like it was an earned, a earned trait, where it's like brother Darren's respect, because then a lot of this stuff that I'm even doing now is attributed and probably attributed to you and, and to, you know, those small conversations and the time that you spent, it wasn't even like a lot, a lot, a lot of time, but it was enough to mm. even really influence compared to the other you know, men in my life. I mean, my dad's a great man, a great, great, great man, but my dad at the time was working a lot. Right. So it was not a lot of male presence and stuff like that. So the male presence that you know I really cling to in that time was yours. And I was just like, man, I want to kind of be like him where it was like, you know, he's cool. And then, you know, got his quirks. And then he's still effective and it's an effective man. That's what I wanted to be was an effective man, being self-aware and working on that continuously. And that's
1: where, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's why I wanted to talk to you. Wow. Well, you know, sometimes you never really know how you influence somebody and like, it was really cool for you to say that, but it was really like a privilege for me to be able to pull into some of the young brothers that, you know, I had access to, and you know John, I mean truly, I don't see you every day, man, but I see your growth and 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 like it's respectable, I admire how difficult it was for you to overcome what you did, and it's still overcoming, but you know i i I respect the fact that you know you 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 endured and you're and you're continuing to progress um it's funny because when you uh invited me onto your podcast you said that you wanted to talk about um being a true example and being self-aware and i know on the podcast the format is for us to have a conversation but you know at the appropriate time i got a little flow and you know i just want you to let me to flow Just allow me to flow, if you will. Sure. And I think it will definitely give us something to kind of chop up at the end of my flow, if that's all right with you. That's
0: totally fine.
1: Okay. Well, in in regard to, you know, being an example and being self-aware, you know, for me, ever since, you know, I was young, I always just tried to live a certain kind of way. I always remember just trying to do things That was going to make me proud of me. And, you know, I really just wanted to respect who I was. And so it's crazy because society tries real hard to tell people who they should be, what they should value and what they should want. And on a real subconscious level, it's so many other people trying to tell you who you should be. I mean, you know, you got like TV where we... and you know in a real undercover kind of way they try to suggest how you should act how you should behave or how you should carry yourself in certain situations and then you got music influencing your mood and how you feel and you got marketing and commercials trying to tell you what you should want and then you know we all got friends trying to tell us what to do so you know even as an adult it's hard to know if something is your own original authentic thought or if you're being influenced by all this outside noise.
0: Mm.
1: You know, life gets real confusing because of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so so really, really, your true authentic self can only be discovered by looking within. You can only be aware of who you are by looking within. And if you don't discover who you truly are, you'll always be chasing after stuff your whole life. You'll just be in chase mode and you'll never be totally happy and you'll never be totally satisfied. So, look, I discovered something recently and I'll try to keep it short. Okay. God tells you who you are and he designed you specifically to accomplish something special. That's what's going to make you successful that's what's going to make you happy. And that's, what's going to satisfy you. But see the devil never really wants you to figure this out. So he floods your mind with so much outside noise. And he's really just trying to distract you from looking within and discovering your true self. He don't want you to discover your true authentic self because you'll be empowered. And the fact is, is that when God birthed you into the earth, He equipped you with a special set of skills. Mm -hmm. Those skills were to help you carry out your special assignment. And so completing your assignment is the process that makes you successful. It makes you whole and it makes you satisfied. But since the devil is in the spiritual realm, he knows all this. And so he tries to keep you from discovering yourself. Your confusion comes from listening to all the outside noise. And so like the devil, he has this go to move, right? His go to move is to attack your identity. He wants you to doubt who you really are, because if you doubt yourself, you'll never discover your greatness. And by the way, you know, John, I got a book that's coming out and it's called You Were Supposed to Be Great. And the book clearly walks you through all this stuff. And it's really easy to read book. And, you know, I I, I really recommend reading it because I think that it will empower anybody who picks it up and reads it. But that's my little commercial. (laughs) That's that's my, you know, for the day. So anyway, the move to attack your identity is so effective that the devil even tried that move on Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because it's so effective And in the Bible It tells us that the devil Tempted Jesus three times When Jesus came out of the wilderness But Uh the very first temptation Was really an attack On Jesus' identity Uh He said To Jesus, he said, look If you really the son of God If you really Who you say you are If you really the son of God Turn this stone into bread and so he was saying, if you really who you say you are, prove it. Because he was trying to see if Jesus knew who he really was or did he have doubts. And, 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 and when you doubt yourself, it opens you up to so many things that are not good for you. So in conclusion, John, I, 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 God wants you to prosper by, that, by discovering who you really are. And the devil... Just tries to distract you so that you never discover who you really are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I discovered that, that's when I became self-aware. And so, um, I just, I just want to thank God for revealing that kind of information to me to get me off of that little roller coaster ride that people go on sometimes. Yeah,
0: yeah, because that roller coaster ride can. If you're not self-aware, then you will give up. Yes, and because a lot of people that I pass on like information to now, they don't get it. Like a lot of times, they don't automatically get. It, I would say, and I'm right. like, well, this thing is a roller coaster ride. This is a thing that's going to ride, and then sometimes it bothers you that it is going to be a roller coaster ride and it's never ending. But then, it's how much you enjoy it. How much you enjoy that ride, you might be scared in the midst of the ride, but then how much do you enjoy that ride? I laugh the roller coasters like naturally, <laughs> so then it's but then, when I go to the roller coasters of life, like even this past couple of weeks, it's been a challenge because I'm starting a lot of new things and and I was like, well, how long am I going to keep this up and everything like that, or whatever But then still, in the core of me, it's like something it's something that. Just like, okay, yeah, you got to keep going. You can keep going. Right. You can keep going. Keep going. And then just, and I, you said some key points and the things that we, like when I was even younger, like that I really didn't deem as strong influences like music and TV and everything like that being influential. But then I realized some of the things, some of the things that I did include in my life a little bit more than I should have did sabotage me in a sense. Not sabotage me, but did make it a little bit harder to see the the goal. Can you give me an example of like what
1: you mean?
0: Um TV. T V okay. was a fixture like in my life. And I couldn't sleep without TV being on. Right. And so I got removed from reality mm-hmm. a bit where I felt like things could be Could be rectified today and things could be like okay but then rectified because somebody did something for you or something like that and scenario came around but then i didn't have to make a choice it was like Mm -hmm. i didn't have to make no choice or whatever so reality was everybody on tv was thriving and everybody that was there was better than me or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be or you know or these situations that i've seen on these scenarios and these comedy shows or wherever or yeah. mo- even movies that it would be rectified and I could just do it. You know. Right. And not that to say that it wasn't some influential stuff that could speak to the situation, but then it just as a kid, that's all I that's all I clung cling to. Like T V was my friend. My, right, you know? right. So it was like it made you feel comfortable. Yeah. So then it was like I didn't have to deal with any of it. I didn't have to deal with it and all right. that. And then it goes deeper, I can go to um my addiction, my um pornography addiction.
1: Mm-hmm, it had mm-hmm.
0: me avoiding my whole um, process of, you know, progressing with like women and right. everything in relationships. relationships and being into that. It was real and reality. It, right. it, it caused the delay. It really did, right. because I was like, I didn't know how to approach women. I didn't know how that whole thing could configure it. I, I wasn't sure. It was a lot. So a lot of the images were intimidating to me. And yeah. then I was like, OK, well. I'm not sure, you know, if I can do this and this and that. But I was like, this is not real. That's not right. real. And the thing
1: about pornography is there's really no no relationship. Mm-hmm. It's no. just, you know what I mean? So if you're watching it, you won't know how to be intimate with a woman. Mm-hmm. You won't know how to relate. Mm-hmm. It's just about the act. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that influence kind of confuses you. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. That's
0: okay. But um because I was taking notes that you was like because it was like the outside noise. It's it's clear, that's why I said like this was a perfect conversation for me and you because it's just like I always live like compared and, and combined with my parents and what my parents taught me and everything like that, I always lived to look, you know, outward and just kinda mm-hmm. like, okay, and then look at myself. Mm-hmm. Like look at myself in the mirror and just look and just making sure, you know, what, what made that decision, like, you know, what made that insecurity well, that makes me feel in the heart and being honest to my heart. Like, okay, I'm not gonna ignore that this thing makes me feel uncomfortable, but why does it make me feel uncomfortable? And getting to the core of that, why it's an all an examination. I'm like, oh, I get my, on my own nerves, you know, all that sometimes, <laughs> but I deal with myself. And everything right. like that, and then sometimes I forget because then I'll skip over it. Recently, I had a a moment um in my car, and I don't know, I was having like a challenging day, and then mm-hmm. I just let something sit in my heart, and I was just gonna let it sit. And I was just like, I was a little down or whatever, and you know, it was something that happened. I think my credit score had dropped that day, and then I was like, Ugh, I failed, and uh, I just went totally down, yeah. and then. <laughs> And then something was like, it's just today. <laughs> right. Just today. And then I was just like, okay. And then I'm not, I, I hadn't been used to instantly addressing things that I could address quickly, where i was just like, it could be a good day. It still can be a good day. And I tell others that, that it could be a good day. But sometimes I feel like, I felt like I could handle it more. Yeah. And I could handle it, and it, I would just get over it. But I wouldn't depend on God. I wouldn't include prayer. I would just be like, I'll get through my day. I will push through it. But then, I, I most of the time, I'll get to something else. I'll do something wrong. I'll, you know, just sabotage myself in that moment, and it'll take longer.
1: It'll right. take
0: much longer. So it just, it, it, it cracks me up. Like you know, all the things that try to distract. Where it's like if I'm not staying focused, and right now I'm in the intentional mode. That's my mm-hmm. key word, like being really intentional to avoid distractions in my life. Right, not even yeah. really leaving the TV on, not even really watching TV a whole lot. And mm-hmm. if I'm watching something or whatever, it's probably intentional to maybe something I need to know as far as knowledge, you know, yeah. is concerned, and everything. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, health, trying to eat healthier. Yeah. I'm trying to cook more, you know, things that are just, you know, progressively things that are not, that nobody else will really see, you know, nobody else will really see that I need to be able to include in my life rather than just sitting there watching TV and just letting that stuff just pour in, but not just really dismissing the distractions. Like it just, it hits on the nail on the head because then for me, it shows true integrity of my character, of who my example is. To who I'm leading, to who, you know, like I'm making the choices. I'm not just telling you to make the choice. Right. I'm making the choices for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and and while you're not here, while you don't even see me, that you can see even more now the progression in me. Cause I can, you know, like you said in the beginning, you, in the beginning, you was like, you know, you watch me from afar and stuff like that or whatever. And then I was just like, I take that. A lot of people tell me that, like, you know, they're proud of who I am now. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> You know, but because I, I live with me all the time. But now I can take that because right. then I'm like, OK. And even even back then, even when it was back then, when stuff to me wasn't going right in my own you know, life, it was still going the way it needed to go to get to now. And I still mm. was a good guy and a still a good man. But it was just the progressive journey. But, but look,
1: look, look, this is exactly why I'm proud of you, though. Let me, let me, let me, let me be specific about it. Mm -hmm. You didn't give up. Mm -hmm. See, like it's harder for you than it looks to everybody outside of you. You knew how hard it was to wrestle in a fight and to get from where you were to where you are now. Now for everybody else that's on the outside looking in, they might not realize how hard the struggle was for you. And just even me, being somebody who years ago was you know just trying to iron sharpen iron you know Mm -hmm. along with you i saw where you were Mm -hmm. i see where you are now and i realize the struggle that you had to endure in order to progress to this point, because the enemy is not going to just give you a free pass. He don't want you to develop, he don't want you to discover yourself. He don't he because, see, when you become empowered, then he has no more power over you. He can't make he can't walk you in the paths of self-destruction because that's what he does. The Bible says that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your joy. Mm. He wants to kill your hopes and dreams, yeah he wants to destroy you, and the whole reason isn't really about you
0: yeah
1: enemy when we now now we 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 go spiritual a little bit here, so you know <laughs> I just you know we on a on a little deeper level right here, but you know the enemy it's not really about you he mad at God yeah he mad at God because God kicked him out, God replaced him. With you. And so he can't beat God. So the only thing he can do is try to mess up what God loves. You know, God loves us. So he tries to make us dysfunctional to get back at God. Because since he can't do nothing to God, he's going to try to mess with us. And so that's why he tries to walk you down the paths of destructive, you know, down the paths of destruction is because God values you. God gave you life and he wants to take it. away. The devil wants to take it away. So anyway, you know, I, I always jump off into these little spiritual moments, but um, you know, at the end of the day, the enemy is not going to give you a free pass. You still there, John? Uh, I'm here. Oh, Okay. Um, he's not going to give you a free pass, but the thing that makes me proud to know you, brother, is to know that you had to fight for every for every inch of ground that you've gained. And, yeah. and you still get fighting. We all do, man. We all got our our, I guess, as they say in the pulpit, our cross is the bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But you know, um, you keep you keep you keeping it moving, man. And look, here's another thing. What the devil does is he tries to trick us by us comparing ourselves to other people. We Mm -hmm. look at other people like women, like, you know, sometimes, you know, with the whole magazine thing, the whole cosmopolitan thing, you know, it's all about, you know, comparing yourself to other women. Well, you know, you never going really be satisfied and fulfilled when you are comparing yourself to other people, you know, men, we do it in a different kind of way, but, 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 you know and and so the devil tries to flood your mind with all these images of what you should be and what you could be and and so you're always looking on the outside and you never look within to find out who god really made you to be and and how you are really special because you never discover how you're special because you're comparing yourself to everybody else right and, and so you know um that's how it yeah. that kind of tricks us sometimes. And, and then we get depressed, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing of not clinging to that scripture of you beautifully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Individually, That's like right. individually made. And just like, and really appreciating who you are. I work in the intellectual disabilities field. Okay. And that really enhanced my awareness of how beautiful people are oh. no matter what they look like, no matter what they, you know, what their situation actually is. There's people I got to deal with that are not mobile, you know, but they still find the joy in life and smiling Yeah, and they still find the, you know, the basic things. And I see the beauty in that. So now I couldn't help but to see the beauty in myself a lot more yeah. and that's why I was like I, that's why I think it enhanced the respect I had for so many others that had came before me that like you said you give that to me I'll give that back to you yeah. so just being like respect for your journey proud for your journey and for continuing like and that's respect cause a lot of cats will not own that that they are still in a continual journey right Like, and it's not you know I'm just like you know I look at preachers out there I look at you know, strong men and everything and like that, that won't own that fact. I'm like, yo, we all are men. Like we all are men and we all are people that will, you know, still continually, you know, have that process. I even really mentioned uh, Bill Cosby at one point where I was like, anybody that goes through something extreme, but I mentioned him at like 80 some years old in mm-hmm. his situation that he had went through yeah, yeah. Um, as far as being accused. And I was like, and I asked the question, I was like, I was like, I wonder what God is trying to show him. Right. I wonder if he will accept it because right. if he won't, like he's, God has given him an opportunity at this point to really learn something, yeah. no matter what, if it's guilty or not guilty, no matter what, I didn't have an opinion on the fact. Mm. I really didn't go that deep. I just know with extreme situations, I know that God is trying to prove his point to that person or to that individual. And then it's it's flooding out to us where it's like, what is it teaching us? What is it teaching? Because everything we encounter, I believe, we, we, we have to learn. There's a lesson in it. There is a lesson in that, you know, encounter with that information or that circumstance. Right. Because it's like, okay, I can see that. This is why I went through this. This is why I am who I am. This is why I got bullied when I was younger. This is why I was this or whatever. All of these things, Really go into this big, big crock pot of life, and then it just makes you this beautiful dish. Right, <laughs> like yes. it just does. Like it just like if you allow it, but you can put that wrong thing up in there and all that, and it can refuse the seasoning or refuse the you know the stuff that needs to go in there, and then it just is bad. It's just a bad. Dish. It's just bad. But then you can try again. Like, you can definitely try again, or you can definitely, but then God will continuously introduce the situation to try to get your attention, to try to, you know, come on. Like, you're still here. And I look at the continual, you know, continual tries on a lot of people, even myself, right. you know, that he just, like, took me through, and then I was like, okay, took you through again, okay, took me through. And then finally clicked on some things, even though, like, I think a lot of times we do know A lot of people do. A lot of poorly know, but then if you don't make that choice to heed to the no, then you know it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And to show other people, because that uh, that that pride will allow us to be like, I'm not going to be totally honest. I'm just going to go through this privately. Nah, especially when other people see you and your influence, you got to share a little bit of that. You got to share a little bit about what that journey actually looks like. You know God aint gonna do something just so you can keep it to yourself like it just that to me is you know my I don't have to tell you all, all 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 the deeper darkest or whatever, but then I can tell you some of it and just be able to guide you know some of the situation maybe and help somebody else to be able to get to that next step it's it's true it's it's just it's an amazing thing like it's an amazing you know worthwhile you know, dang, I'm turning 40 this year. Okay. And I, I, at the beginning of this year, I was like, man, I'm turning 40. And then yeah. i was like. We kind
1: of knew each other for a minute, bro. I knew you.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So you be 40 this year, huh?
0: Yeah. You know, you like 25 years. It's been like 25 years. Yes, sir. Like sir. a teenager. It's, so it's crazy when I started out this year, I was like, man, I'm going to be in depression, this and that, whatever. I don't have my life together completely. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm gainfully employed, I'm a good man, and I didn't look at those positives like you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. I was looking at everything I wasn't. But then this year has exposed
1: everything that I was. And I was like, thank you, God, for what I am. You know. Hey Jonathan, you said a lot of things, man, that that I really could respond to, and, and I'm going to tell you this, man. Like one of the things that's real special about you is just is your transparency. See, because in, in in your transparency, you're being selfless, um, and you're 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 allowing other people not only to learn from your experiences, but you're also opening yourself up to being able to grow from what you share. And and here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. We as men we're really not we're really not prone to do that. You know what I mean? We 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 always want to just kind of show strength and we're not really willing to be vulnerable because you know we're supposed to be strong. We're supposed society told us that we ain't supposed to cry. Society told us that we are supposed to be aggressive society. So society told us how to be a man, you know, I mean, for, with my dad's generation, you know, he watched John Wayne movies or, you know, the dirty, I mean, so, you know, society is constantly bombarding us with messages on who we're supposed to be. And so uh-huh. men, a lot of times don't open themselves up To scrutiny and transparency, because we got this image that we got to hold down, but with you, your transparency man is so special in a way that you know it helps other people to learn and it helps you to grow and see what I under what I what I've learned. um, Is that life is a journey. And so many people are trying to get to the destination. They're trying to get to the point where I'm successful. They're trying to get to the point where, okay, now that I got this relationship, I'll be happy. Now that I'm married, I'll be happy. Now that I I accomplish my goals, I'll be happy. So you know, is it, it, when I when I do this, then I can be happy. And so your whole journey, your whole pursuit to that destination, is filled with anxiety. Is filled with you know, things that you don't even enjoy the journey. And that's the trick. The devil is always holding the carrot out in front of you saying, okay, when you get this, when you get there, then you can be happy. But the trick is, is you supposed to be happy all, you're supposed to enjoy the journey. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to discover more about yourself through the journey. Everything is a lesson for you to learn if you'll learn it. See, the problem with us being stubborn the reason why people don't grow is because they won't learn the lessons that life is trying to teach them because they're too busy instead of listening within they're too busy looking at the noise outside and so you know um a lot of us really don't enjoy the journey and then you look down the road and 30 years later you done lived 30 years and you haven't been really happy for 30 years. And, you know, so when when you say what you say about, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, learning, um, I really try to go to that example of the Israelites coming out of Egypt, the fact that mm. they were supposed mm. to get to their destination, the promise and the destination mm. in 11 days. But since they couldn't learn what to do, they never got, yeah. most of them never got there and so, you know I'm gonna say a couple of things and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a mic back to you, bro um, <laughs> like what you said man gosh, you said so many things that was like hitting hitting jewels, man, like um, everybody has to go through a process to discover who they are Mm-hmm. everybody starts out in bondage they they're 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 enslaved to who society is telling them to be there everybody starts out in some type of bondage and what god wants to do is he wants to take you through the wilderness so that you can reach a destination or so that you can reach the promises that he promised for you but the wilderness has a purpose the wilderness is the place where you're abilities and your knowledge is useless. Well. When the when the Israelites came out of Egypt, they knew how to build houses, they was building stuff out of mud and clay and all that. They knew how to do some things, but that knowledge couldn't help them in the wilderness. You you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we always mm-hmm. rely on our knowledge and our abilities to 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 make us successful and what God uses the wilderness for is for you to learn how to depend on him for you to learn how to listen to him and his instructions. He uses the wilderness because your abilities can't help you in the wilderness. So God uses the wilderness to teach you his instructions, to teach you how to hear from him, and to teach you how to have a proper relationship with him. Once you learn that lesson, you can graduate into your promises, into your greatness, into your promised land. And so, you know, a lot of times, many of us keep going around the same mountain because we're not learning the lesson. And that lesson, if you know God, That lesson, if you keep doing the same things, if you keep getting the same results, it's not because it's because you're not learning the lesson and God is trying to show you in the wilderness. The wilderness is the place where you're kind of isolated and alone. So when you feel like you by yourself, when you can't go to somebody and get help, when you can't call somebody up and got a solution, God got you there on purpose. It's not to hurt you. It's to help you. is the place where you learn your greatness and you learn about the one who made you great and you learn how to follow his instructions that lead you into your greatness and so you know I I, I always I don't know what what it is man about me but every time you know I hear something something you know that that I learned about God always kind of comes into the conversation but um, what you were saying, man, it, it, it was very valuable. It's very valuable.
0: I hope you enjoyed that. And you will continue on our conversation series for next time with Simple Talk. Have a blessed day.